and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Minson. I'm joined today by a longtime friend and a business badass, Nicole Centeno, who is the founder and co-CEO of Splendid Spoon. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Laurel. And thank you for feeding me for the last like couple of weeks. It's been such a delicious, amazing experience. I always love my food and beverage guests. As you know, I'm as obsessed with it as you are. <laughs> love that. But tell us what is Splendid Spoon and a little bit about the background of the company. Sure. So at Splendid Spoon, we believe that food is your best medicine and that plant-based habits are preventative care. So we create ready-to-eat meals that are totally plant-based, gluten-free, um, and truly convenient. So it's smoothies that are ready to drink out of the bottle, noodle bowls, grain bowls, soups, stews, all sorts of yummy, delicious, globally inspired meals that are ready in a few minutes in the microwave. Um, and also an increasing number of delicious add-ons. So we have a beautiful line of shots as well. So pretty much anything and everything to kickstart healthy habits and um, get back on track with taking care of yourself with great food. Uh, first of all, the food is delicious. So for those of you questioning, because there's so many different meal services out there, and this one is actually amazing. And my, I always say this when I have great products on, but my husband is like the most skeptical human on the planet. And when he likes something, you know, it's a winner. And he was just as into the food as I was. So um, big, big fan. Um, was it always, that. always plant-based? It has always been plant-based. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I realized yeah. that. I think because you don't really miss the meat when you're eating it. Like, and you know, your, like your meatballs and like, there's such unctuous like stews and soups and the pastas are so great. I really didn't miss it at all. I love hearing that. Yes. And I love hearing that um, a spouse or significant other who maybe does enjoy meats um, is sneakily eating them out of the fridge and, and enjoying them just because they taste good <laughs> and not, not realizing that they're vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had like a kim, you have a kimchi uh, something. I can't remember the yes. last. And the fried quinoa. Yes, oh the God, fried quinoa so kimchi. Oh my God, so good. And we're big Korean food fans. And I had eaten like half of it the day before and I saved some for like the next meal. And it, I came home and it was gone. I was like, what? Oh, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Was that, were you saving that? And I was like so mad at, about it. <laughs> That's how much we were into the food. It was, it's so unbelievably tasty. Thank you so much. Yes, we we aim to please. And it's just so easy, right? And there's not, there's the cleanup. Like, that's been my biggest issue with the pandemic. Honestly, I mean, not the biggest issue, but one of my, like, biggest issues is, like, I'm so tired of cooking. I'm so tired of doing dishes. The meal prep, like, all of it is just such a fucking nightmare half the time. I know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm totally with you. And I have three kids and... Um, you know, working, parenting, trying to have some time of relaxation, like the last thing that I want to do is, and I love food. I'm like classically trained chef and that's generally my creative outlet. But a lot of times I just want someone else to take care of me. Completely. <laughs> and that's exactly how Splendid Spoon makes you feel. It makes you feel like you are just so taken care of. Like your mom came over and like, you know, stocked your fridge with all your favorite foods. Um, in every single flavor profile category. And like I could wake up in the morning and have a really hard workout and drink a shake and feel really good about myself and then eat pasta, which I don't usually allow myself to do because I'm, you know, I'm typically a little thicker and we all hear the like no gluten and all these other issues. And But the pastas are so delicious and they just make you feel good about eating them. Um, I'm just such a fan. I could keep gushing all day long. Oh, thank you. 
But let's take it back in time and tell us about the foundation of the company and, uh, you know, why you started this, um, how many years ago now? Eight years ago. Eight years ago. ago. And to, to, to level set for everyone listening in, Nicole and I have actually known each other pretty much that entire time. You were one of my very first guests when I was hosting Business Rockstars. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Back in the day. Time flies. Oh my goodness. Yes. So take us back in time and give us your your origin story as the superhero that you are today. Yeah. So going back eight years ago, I was pregnant with my first son, Grover, and um, eating out a lot, as as many of us do when we're um, younger and don't yet have the little ones um, pitter-pattering around. <laughs> um, and I have a background in biology and looked at diets as therapy for epilepsy. I also went to culinary school when I moved first moved to New York City. And so I have this these great foundational elements for making food taste amazing and also understanding the how and the Mm. magic of food actually um, preventing disease and keeping us healthy. And yet when I became pregnant and took a little bit of a closer look how I was eating, I really was still just eating for pleasure. And that meant very few salads and, um, you know, potatoes were part of my vegetable (laughs) um, ration for the day. And I wanted to make a bigger effort on like using food to take care of myself. And Mm. so I read the China study and did a little bit more research, kind of like went back to my research roots and realized just how impactful plant-based eating was going to be like, not just on my own health, but also on the health of the planet. And so I was so far from plant-based, it actually sounded really overwhelming to convert all of my meals into vegan. And so I felt like, you know what, if I can change just one meal a day, that really will make a big difference. Um, There's an interesting Harvard study about um, every additional serving of vegetables that you have reduces your chance for cardiovascular disease by about 4%. So it really is quite active. You don't have to be just plant-based in order for each extra serving of fruits and veggies to make a difference. Hmm. Um, and so I, I started making these plant-based lunches for myself and there were soups and they were really nourishing and, um, there was nothing else out there that served my need and also tasted really good. So I felt like there was probably a market opportunity and, yeah, fast forward a few years and plant-based has certainly caught on. And I think that the um, perspective that you can be flexitarian and be healthy and that mm-hmm. you can start wherever you are and and introduce plant-based habits into your life um, is a real sweet spot that Splendid Spoon has carved out for itself and a place that we're really proud of. It's it's that very like inclusive start wherever you are plant-based is great for your health and you don't have to sacrifice on flavor in order to make that big impact on, on how you feel and um, the impact on, on actually your health. Yeah. I mean, you really nailed it on so many levels. First of all, I think you were way ahead of the curve timing wise, because I think historically, you know, the vegan movement and um, plant-based anything that was very hippy dippy when you started, it was starting to come around, but people weren't, it was definitely not mainstream. Um, and then, you know, because you saw something, you saw the future of what food should be and how we as consumers, 
um, are looking at food as nourishment, as medicine, as you said, and as good for the planet, uh, I think that you were just super ahead of the time. I remember the soups and I remember thinking, wow, these are really delicious. I don't know if I can do soups like this for the rest of my life. And then of course your line extension answered that, you know, concern. And I mean, away you go. I mean, you've just been doing this like gangbusters and been growing and you've taken on investors and you like became like a whole real big business. And now you're leading the pack. Thank you. Yeah, we definitely, it's been fun to stay so committed to a mission while also expanding to reach more people. So it, it has been a pretty, a pretty fun ride so far. That's for sure. Uh, I know this is like asking which of your children is your favorite, but do you have a fla- favorite flavor profile, fla- a favorite dish? Is that something I'm allowed to ask? <laughs> of course. I, you know, it's, I mean, it, what's great about having so many formats is that you can change your favorites. Like yeah. I have, I used to be obsessed with the masala kitri, which is um, really like taking cues from ancient Indian and Ayurvedic cuisine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has okra and spinach and ginger and habanero pepper. And it's just like got a little bit of everything in it. It's so yummy um, and so nourishing. And I've now become, talk about like a 180, I'm a huge fan of our vegan meatballs marinara. They're so um, good. Which is like red sauce, Italian-American cues, like such comfort food. Um, And the noodles, because they're rice noodles, really do leave you feeling very light. Uh Um, So it totally scratches my itch for like just sauce and and pasta without making me feel really weighed down. That must be what it is. First of all, a couple things. One, whenever I make lasagna, I do it with egg roll wrappers instead of lasagna noodles for that very purpose because you walk away not feeling like you're so freaking heavy, right? So I create Mm -hmm. the lasagna concept, like the lasagna noodle out of the rice paper. But but also the cook. So when you throw the... um, the noodles in the microwave for whatever, like a minute or two, whatever it is on the box, on the packaging, the, the way that it actually softens to make the perfect noodle texture is unbelievable. Like it was one of the big aha moments when I was eating your food. Yeah, it is. It's, it's pretty cool. I, I think that our test kitchen and our head of food innovation, like they've just done such an amazing job with especially those noodle dishes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it totally scratches that itch. Um, We're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about how you came from the concept of it, from developing the concept to actually launching this into a full-blown business. So stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Crack Corn Popcorn, K-R-A-C-K cornpopcorn.com. It's sweet. It's salty. They are putting the fun back in snacking. And today, using Elevate to Crack Corn 25, you'll activate a 25% discount for online orders. Make sure you check them out online. You can also find them in Kroger's, Ralph's, Safeway, so many other of the grocery and convenience store chains all throughout the Midwest. Also, of course, on Amazon or on their website. Also, check them out at Crack Corn on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I am chatting with Nicole Centeno, who is the founder and co-CEO of Splendid Spoon. Uh, Nicole, before the break, we were talking a bit about the flavor profiles and um, how you know plant-based is so good for you and good for the planet. And and but you came up with this concept. At what point did you think, oh, I'm gonna make a business out of this? Um, you know, it's so interesting because before the concept, I had the real motivation to start a business. I just didn't, I had kind of like the why. In terms you were an of entrepreneur without a business? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. I was <laughs> without, without like my North star, I guess yeah. in some ways. Right. Um, I was like out on the open ocean, just waiting for the clouds to part. <laughs> um, it's actually like a pretty accurate um, analogy. Cause I really, I had gone to culinary school, had realized that there was that was a big part of my, that was a big part of my why. And I just got out there. Um, and in that process of working full time and having this side hustle of catering, teaching cooking classes, um, I had a pop-up at Smorgasburg, this really big flea market out in Williamsburg. And I was connecting with other people who were seeking nourishment through, as it turns out, non-meat meals so like at that time vegan was very very niche but Mm -hmm. it kept coming up over and over again and it was also something that I was personally very interested in from this perspective of taking better care of myself as a new parent and I just it was something really clicked there where it was this pattern over and over again people asking for non-meat non-dairy um healthier food than what they could typically find my own personal experience um, fitting in with that pattern as well. And that was where I felt that's where I think the best entrepreneurial visions and products actually come from is when you're like so super motivated internally. Singularly obsessed, hundred percent. Singularly obsessed with the same thing that there's some market pattern on. Um, That is like that was the big aha moment for me was when that all kind of came together. I love it. And so you started with these really nourishing, really delicious soups and you evolved from there, but you were bootstrapping for a really long time. At what point did you decide, um, you know what, I need to scale this. I'm going to go out to market and find some investors that are going to help me really blow this up. Yep. I bootstrapped for the first three years. Um, I was, a solo founder and had gotten pretty far in kind of scaling recipes for a single wholesale account by year three and felt like that was probably the path for us was that we would be healthier soups, plant-based soups sold next to like the store made varieties in whole foods and Wegmans, et cetera. That was kind of the path. Um, And so I was able to raise a little bit of friends and family, but it was not until we actually pivoted into direct consumer that I really felt like we were ready to scale. Um, because when, when did that happen? Raised, uh, what, that was in that year was four? That was in 2016. Wow. So it was like at the end, and we launched the direct to consumer business that, um, Thanksgiving 2016. Wow. I mean, and you've been like ahead of the curve grew. every freaking step of the way. You realize that, right? <laughs> It does, yeah. I mean, it's funny because you know how it is. You have your blinders on when you're of in course. it, and so it feels like um, just kind of like climbing a mountain all of the time, and you just keep climbing. But yes, when you take a pause to take us take a look back at when we the inflection points and when we started and how we've grown, it definitely has been pretty cool that we we got ahead in terms of like the customer acquisition strategy and. Um, we were just ahead in terms of Facebook and the algorithm shifts that have happened and, um, all of that has felt very fortuitous for sure. Well, I think you've been on the right path since day one, because you're, like you said, following your passion, following something that you're uniquely and singularly set up and obsessed with 
um, delivering. And then, I mean, the pandemic, while it's been very challenging for a lot of people, brands like yours have, have were set up to win in it. So I imagine that there was a dip when everyone was freaking out. And then there was probably a, a huge boom. I'd love to hear how, how it affected you. Yes. So what's nice about Splendid Spoon is that the brand has really strengthened in this position of high health intent. So folks who are coming to us really because they believe um, our brand promise that our food is wholesome ingredients made like it would be made at home, no additives, no preservatives, um, and made with your health in mind. So we work with registered dietitians. And I think during the pandemic, Um, at the start of the pandemic, during the pandemic throughout, people have been very concerned about their health and have been, um, willing to stay connected to the things that they believe are really going to make a difference in their own preventative care routines. So that's like one side of it. And then the other, of course, is this macro trend in food being delivered to your house, right? Like people just not going to grocery stores. I've been not doing that for a long time. Of course, the pandemic accelerated that in a major way. But I've always felt like the time value of money, like my time is way better spent sitting here working and getting what I know I'm worth on an hourly basis than going out and schlepping to a grocery store and having to spend an hour there and then loading everything into the. I mean, it's just a nightmare. I'm so glad that this movement has been accelerated so aggressively. But again, you were ahead of even that curve. Yeah, it's, I mean, that was really, really huge. What we also saw was that our customers who are already accustomed to having Splendid Spoon delivered to their home were just ordering more of it. Um, So it had definitely increased our um, expansion into additional mealtimes within households to additional members of the household. Um, So all of that was certainly accelerated and I think proven out a lot of the hypothesis that we had totally the same, like who wants to spend an hour plus at a grocery store searching aisles looking for food on a list that maybe they're not even super confident in in the first place. And that's like, just step one. That's pre- pre-preparing yeah, that's it all. Step one. Yeah. And, and then getting home, unpacking it, and then also like prepping all of your meals. I think that we've, we are big believers that that is something that will become a thing of the past for sure. Completely thing of the past. Wow, that's bold. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all like, listen, I think that there, what's been great about the pandemic is that we've all been able to really sink into the things that we value and attach more closely to those things. And if you don't love cooking, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I think true. it's great if you do love cooking or maybe That's it's true. a few nights a week. I am obsessed with food and cooking and I still only want to do it probably three to four nights a week. Yeah, I agree. So, okay. Okay. Got it. Cause I was thinking like, wow, people are just not going to grocery shop and cook at all anymore. But what you're saying is it's just, it's supplemental. If you don't want to yeah. do it, you never ever have to, but if you love it, yeah. then it just becomes a supplemental um, experience. Okay. That yeah. I can get on board with. <laughs> I was like, never, ever again. What? Um, no, I love that. So since we're talking about um, supplements and uh, additions, I know you've got some really great additions to the line extension that you've created. Um, Talk to us a little bit about the summer smoothies and the protein meals and all the good things you've got going on. Yes, yes. So most recent launch for us has been our summer smoothies. So our coconut lime smoothie, which is like the super refreshing, um, kind of like a key lime pie made into a smoothie really yummy and then I kind of want to add rum to it in the uh in the afternoon 
<laughs> you could probably make a really nice, uh, yeah, some kind of like a, like a pina colada type drink, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. Well, it's so funny because we have a whole kind of like side channel on the various mixers of Splendid Spoon, but that's another conversation. Um, our shots make really nice uh, like tequila and mezcal mixers, I have to say. Ooh, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we also have our coffee frappe, which is like a really hearty, um, full breakfast in a bottle. It's higher in protein. It has that coffee. So it gives you that really nice wake me up. Um, it's like a really creamy, healthy version of a frappuccino. That one's my personal favorite. It's like all I need until like, one or two o'clock, which is about the time that I usually then um, will have my lunch. So it's, mm. that one does a lot of heavy lifting. And then we also launched our high protein meals and had this really wonderful partnership with Barry's um, boot camp and did some activations with them. And that's where your favorite, the kimchi fried quinoa comes in. We partnered actually with this amazing artisan, Korean artisan out in San Francisco Bay Area. Um, she had taken her family's kimchi recipe, and so we're buying kimchi from her. Um, that one is amazing. And then actually now our top sellers are green to, um, tomatillo chili, which... Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Oh, that one is so good. And having something that is actually eaten warm be our top seller in August is, we think, a great um kudos to the kitchen team they've done such a good job of making that one taste really really awesome so hmm, i didn't even think about really that proud of those yeah. yeah and then we had another shot come out um along with that one so we had our recovery shot which has beet juice which has been used actually since ancient roman times to increase blood flow and improve circulation post-workout um, I drank that last, uh, yesterday for the first time after a really intense workout. It's a little spicy. I was like, whoa, it'll wake yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that one has like the watermelon and mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then we've got the digestion shot and the wellness shot and the detox shot. So we've got kind of like almost the whole rainbow covered at this point with our shot lineup, which is really beautiful and fun. So great. Um, so if you're interested, go to splendidspoon.com. They've got an amazing uh, $60 off. It's like your biggest sale of the year happening right now. So if you're interested in trying these awesome meals and supplements and protein shakes, and I mean, it's like there's something for everyone. I highly, highly recommend. You can tell that I'm into this food. So make sure you go to splendidspoon.com and check them out. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, I want to hear all your tips and tricks for entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs listening in. So stay tuned. Who says you've got to be big to get things done? We know that size matters in some things, but in other things like marketing, a small and scrappy team like Elevate My Brand can really take your brand to the next level. Our job is to create visibility so you can create profitability. Give us a call today and let's schmooze. All right. I am chatting with my friend, Nicole Santana, who is the founder and co-CEO of Splendid Spoon. I just gave you like all the hype before because I'm clearly completely obsessed with this food. In fact, I asked my husband yesterday, I was like, so I know we're getting ready to go on vacation and I think I'm just going to order um, a bunch more Splendid Spoon stuff so we can be super healthy and clean so that we don't like, you know, have to feel bad in our bathing suits when we get to vacation. And I was like, I think that's Aww. a good idea. I mean, because it's just, <laughs> it's like foolproof, healthy, clean eating, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It is Amazing. awesome to have on vacation. I love that. Yeah. I do that a lot. I get the delivery address changed and then it's like, 
have a shake, have a lunch, go out to dinner. You feel like really light and, and sort of like on your best game. If you're Especially on a beach vacation day. when you know you're in yeah. very little clothes to begin with. Yeah. You just don't feel guilty the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's guilt for eating, honestly. I mean, I've never said that. I don't think about any single product I've ever had in my house. Laurel, <laughs> I'll take it. Thank you. You can quote me on it, Nicole. I'll take it. Quote it. Quote it. Testimonial um, page. <laughs> done. Done and done. Um, well, since we're on the topic of um, testimonials and like really exciting business direction, tell us what are your biggest tips and tricks that you have learned along the way of running this amazing food and beverage direct-to-consumer company? Yeah. I mean... I think we are hitting on it a little bit talking about testimonials, like finding that core audience and giving them what they love. We've definitely oriented so much toward our loyalist community and have found them um, in a lot of our Facebook conversations have actually been like this really fertile ground for us. So Mm. I don't think it necessarily has, that's where it was for us. I think it's different for every brand, but that is definitely my biggest piece of advice is, you know, find the people that are going to be willing to give you the honest feedback with when you're prototyping a product, um, willing to spend 20 minutes on the phone in exchange for product um, to give you that honest feedback um, and are willing to keep giving you a try. And ultimately those are the people who are going to be your best evangelists. And, um, you know, this is advice that I think almost every, especially, um, product entrepreneurs are going to give you that advice and it doesn't, it really doesn't get old. We still, um, look to our customers and have actually a more formal customer advisory board who we, the entire team is in contact with in different ways. I could not agree with all of that. First of all, call me anytime. I will help you with anything <laughs> you need. I am such a fan. Um, but the big takeaway is like, listen to your freaking customers. And it seems so simple, Nicole, but I cannot tell you, because you know my day job is on the marketing agency side. I can't yeah. tell you how many times brands come to us and they're like, well, we think this and we think that. And I'm like, I don't really care what you think. What do your customers tell you? Well, we haven't surveyed them ever. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Like, why are you spending all this money on an agency when you really should just be talking to your customers and getting real feedback and listening? It's such a a fail point for so many direct-to-consumer brands. Why do you think that is? I think sometimes direct feedback can be hard to hear. You think they just don't want to hear the truth? But like, if you're only shooting yourself in the foot. I don't get it. I just, it's like it's like dating someone and never asking them if they actually like you. You know, like I don't yeah. get it. I mean, a hundred percent. I think people when you're out there. I mean, I certainly remember the early days of people giving feedback just on the food product, not even yet on the web product, and feeling wounded like oh my god I've spent years creating this product and actually no one likes it and it's the best feedback that you can possibly get it's like okay well let's create a system where we're retiring flavors that no one likes and pushing ourselves to always make more so that we're able to really fine-tune and figure out what is going to make people obsessed yeah um and I think some people do, I'm guessing, right? Like I know that feeling of, of being wounded for sure. And it can be hard with all of the other challenges. Um, I can relate to it as a solo founder, right? Like in those early days before you've really built out your team, um, it can feel it's really personal, like a real blow. Yeah, yeah. A real blow. But that's the, 
to me, that's also a big part of being an entrepreneur is breaking apart your ego. Hundred like, percent. Hundred percent. It'll just hold you. It'll just hold you back. <laughs> I I could not agree with that more. I do think it's part ego, and there's and let's face it, like a lot of entrepreneurs have a lot of ego around their product or their service. Um, but to your point, when you break that down, that's when the real growth happens. But when you're listening to your customers, that's when the real growth happens. And ultimately, like you're basic. Anyone listening in who hasn't surveyed their audience, anyone listening in who hasn't asked these hard questions and gotten real feedback and taken it, you're just wasting your time and money and effort. Like you're gonna have to get there eventually. Why not get there faster by asking the hard questions and really listening? Yeah, definitely. I love that. Um, Any other big lessons along the way that you have learned? Big, oh my gosh. I mean, I'm like, which one? Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I mean, something else that I think is really unique to the Splendid Spoon DNA and that I'm really proud of is that our team has really focused on building a business that will last versus building a business that will just grow fast. And so that has meant really making some trade-offs on growth in the early years so that we could focus on business fundamentals like profitability, product market fit, um, establishing really great manufacturing relationships, bringing on people to the team who we think can serve for the long haul and we're not just solving for the next like six to nine months. Yeah. Gap. <laughs> um, and that, you know, there are all different kinds of entrepreneurs. And I think um, you hear so much about the growth entrepreneurs who are growth at all costs or just like growth as the primary goal. Um, so I think it's always important to know that they're, you know, like everyone has their own flavor and find the one that works for you and don't no be afraid to, intended. to really, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And you're in all the food puns. (laughs) I mean, this is why you and I liked each other from the very beginning is we're both very punny. Um, Oh my gosh, we're almost out of time. In the last minute we've got left, I'm going to ask some quick fire personal questions. So just what's whatever is top of mind. Uh, What is the one thing you could not live without during the pandemic and you can't say your own product? Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Super honest. I love that. Um, That's great. That's a good one. Um, Cocktail or vice of choice if you drink or smoke or do any of those vicey things. Oh, vicey things? I mean, Mm -hmm. THC gummy. Yes. All right, girl. (laughs) You and I are going to have to hang out once all this shit shows over. Um, What else? Uh, What is your favorite word and why? This could be something like pops into your head right now or something that's had a lot of meaning to you over time. Mm. The word that popped into my head was actually juicy, which Mm. is like very much a food word, but it's something that I think about when I'm in like my creative mode, like what is like the idea that's going to keep like, yeah, has like all the juice. It's like, I like it. Is the juice worth the squeeze? (laughs) Yes. I couldn't help it. It was right there. Uh, Well, I have to say, Nicole, the Juice of Splendid Spoon is so worth the squeeze. It's worth every calorie and it's so amazing. I'm so grateful that I got an opportunity to try this evolution because, I mean, I literally haven't tried the product for probably five years and it is full circle and it is just brilliant, as are you, of course. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It's always so good to catch up with you, Laurel. Absolutely. And thanks to everyone for tuning in. Don't forget, go to SplendidSpoon.com and try yours today. Uh, Nicole, thank you so, so much for spending this time with me today. You just lit me up on this Monday morning. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you, Laurel. 
And thanks to everyone for tuning in. Stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next.